Um, hi. Gamers unite. Uh, they can unite somewhere else. Um, <laughs> this microphone I never experienced before. Well, this one has a loose screw, so I'm just babysitting. Okay, there we go. Hello, tap, tap, tap. Okay, well, dip, 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 dip. I can sort of hear myself, but... Sort of, corda. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. Okay. Um, perfectly. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> uh, what's this, our third week strike, right? Third week strike? Third week, like we've been here for three weeks. Three so strikes, we're out? I don't know. Well, yeah, we're not going to be here next week. Oh, that's true. It worked out in our favor. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival next week. So you want to stop on by for that. Find out more through our website, mutinyradio.fm. Or you can go to our Facebook page, Mutiny Radio FM, or at Mutiny Radio FM, I think is our hashtag or what do they call it handle handle hashtag handle handle. yeah (laughs) and uh, find out more about how you can get tickets and help support your local community radio stations yes we still exist and yes we fight for free speech and yes we fight for what's right so give us your money (laughs) and we're always right (laughs) don't you forget never wrong never ever (laughs) Don't you even think about it. Exactly. Well, uh, summer's just around the corner. Well, let's get through spring first. Don't (laughs) forget about spring. (laughs) Spring is a thing. Uh, Spring fling. (laughs) (laughs) Or not. Uh, We'll put the spring in Springfield. I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited for spring because uh, I like nature. And all the flowers bloom. Uh, it gets a little warmer. Um, I'm excited for iced coffees in Dolores Park and mm. China Beach. Yeah, I'm excited for all that stuff. I'm excited to go on another trip. <laughs> yeah. You know me. You always, have greater things to look forward to. <laughs> <laughs> always uh, planning something. But yes, it would be nice. Um, it'll be nice once we get back to 60, 60 degrees and above. Yeah. It'll make our lives a little bit easier. Yeah. I miss it. Even though it's not too terrible right now, today, actually the past couple of days, it felt warmer in between the rain. Yeah. <clears throat> night gets really um, chilly, though. Yeah, it was cold last night. It was in the forties, huh? Yeah. I had the I fell asleep with the heater on, which I hadn't done in a while. But luckily, I got up and turned it off instead of sweating it out, which sometimes happens. But uh, yeah, it was chilly. Yeah. Not gonna lie, wore the wool jacket last night. <laughs> wool socks. Wool socks. Haven't gotten. Meh. At least it's not like. Th- close to 40 or 30 degrees and yeah then i feel like i can warrant wool socks but even at 50 i feel like it's not cold enough or 45 Uh, i wear them just because my feet get pretty cold Mm -hmm. but i'll take them off before i go to sleep because i know the whole night probably um if i wear them the whole night they're not going to be on my feet i usually like (laughs) unconsciously i take it i take them off yeah because any socks to be fair so i can't yeah. imagine with wool socks wool socks would probably go, be the first thing to go i can't sleep with these on <laughs> <laughs> but it's good to be here and it's you know it's such a 
calm night right now in Potero Hill slash mission. Can we keep it that way? It wasn't that way on the BART, but I'm I think there was something going on. There's a lot of families out. There's a lot of family. Families don't come out for anything that's expensive, so it must have been like... <laughs> They're just like, let's celebrate in the mission where yeah. it's going to be 10 degrees warmer than... Downtown wherever. or anywhere else. Yeah. So many people. Mm-hmm, so many people. Well, anyways... Uh, from this is about a uh, Kasabian. Is that how you say their I name? I don't know. Caspian. Kasabian. <laughs> Feel good hits for the summer. Um, they have a new album in the works, a sixth album. Tracks that took ten minutes to write. I took last summer off and did a bit of living. It was great. I had the most amazing summer. Then I added a few songs to the ones I'd already written for the album, and they only took about ten minutes to write. He's a genius. They were they were those dream tracks that really write themselves. It all just took it to the next level. Tracks with guitars on. I fell in love with the guitar again. I was listening to ESG and Talking Heads, and in that kind of world, then it just took on a life of its own. I just wanted to make a guitar record that was relevant and important. It's been a while since that happened. We always react against our previous work. I did massively experimental synth work on the last record, 2014's 48 minutes, 13 seconds. So I just looked at my Rickenbacker in the corner of the studio and thought, that's what I'm going to do. I just started smashing out tunes on that. Tracks with great lyrics. I've got to say, these are the lyrics that I'm most proud of. I've got some beauties on the album. I tried to keep it really simple, but there's some really twisted, dark comedy on there, too. There'd be so many good t-shirts out of the lyrics on this album. I was going to say, where is he going with this? Uh, Tracks that are a reaction against the world. It's weird because last year I was making music. I got married. Shucks. And Lester won the league. It was the best year of my life, but the whole world was crumbling. It's pretty mental. There's this vision of me in a studio, surrounded by vintage synthesizers that's still standing perfectly, but the rest of the world is just fucking bus. <laughs> I wrote a proper feel-good album that will come out in the summer. It's just pure positive and the complete opposite of what's going on at the moment because that's where I was as a human being. This was my reaction against the world. And their new album, Kasabian's new album, is out this summer. They're headlining Reading and Leeds and Glasgow's new TRNSMT Festival. I'll have to look that up. So lots of new music to look forward to in 2017. That is true. (coughs) Still got a ways to go. Um, And speaking of new music, I have the ultra-violent singer is on board for the anti Antipodis Lack Magic, which begins tonight. This is uh, Donald Ray is encouraging fans to cast a witch spell on Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you guys, I'm a bit nasally. Last night, Lana Del Rey tweeted out a picture of herself in black garb along with a mysterious series of dates February 24th, March 26th, April 24th, May 23rd. It turns out that they weren't just random days plucked from a calendar. As Pitchfork confirms, the dates correspond to a worldwide witch led movement to cast a binding spell on President Donald Trump. 
and all of his crooked cronies. Um, according to the AEB Club, witches across the globe will begin to attempt to work their magic against the sentient Cheeto and begin tonight, February 24th, which is yesterday, and then again on each waning crescent ritual day, April 24th, May 23rd, and so forth, until he's long gone from the Oval Office. In addition to promoting the witching dates, Del Rey implored that, uh, her fans to gather the other ingredients necessary to complete the ritual. Some of those include an ugly picture of Trump, allow me to help you with this, a tower tarot card, a pin, an orange candle or baby carrot, a feather, and matches. Per the AB Club, here's how to perform the ritual. Once you have all those ingredients, you'll just have to inscribe Donald J. Trump on the candle or carrot using a pin or nail. Arrange the rest of the items in a circle and start reciting a banishing ritual that includes lines like, I call upon you to bind Donald J. Trump so that he may fail utterly and he may, not, may do no harm to each human soul nor any tree animal rock stream or sea bind him so that he shall not break our our polity pretty sure that he meant policy uh, uh, usurp our liberty or fill our minds with hate confusion fear or despair and bind to all those who enable his wickedness and those who mouth speak his poisonous lies. <laughs> Delray may be all about the love on her new single, but certainly not when it comes to the POTUS, um, which given the fact that he's been moving uh, forward with plans to kill the National Endowment of the Arts, PBS and NPR, we're not all that surprised about that. And he's also just all around emotionalist evil and sad excuse for a human being. <laughs> you in related news, Del Rey revealed he or she sorry. <laughs> she and Miles Kane of The Last Shadow Puppets have teamed up for a forthcoming project. She also spoke about the work she's been doing on her upcoming solo album, a 15-month-long process, and how the LP originally started as having like a 50s, 60s feeling with some kind of Shangri-La, early John Vias influences, until the political mess with Trump began to shake things up. <clears throat> as the climate kept on getting more heated politically. I found like liter liquor lyrically sorry Liquor-ish. licorice. Everything was just directed towards that. So because of that, the sound just got really updated and I felt like it was more wanting to like talk about the younger side of the audience I have, she said. I guess it's just a little more socially aware. That's kind of the global feeling. You can read more about this and listen to her single on um, Consequence of Sound. That licorice feeling. <laughs> that licorice feeling. <laughs> if I had to describe Lana Del Rey as a candy, I would say she's licorice because she's kind of like dark and sultry and like has an old school vibe, but you don't really like it. <laughs> <laughs> Red or black. You lie to yourself. We'll see. That's just my opinion. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we didn't stay to watch her, I remember. I, I think one of the main reasons I didn't want to stay is the crowd was getting a little too tweeny. And I don't, I'm not a huge fan of her music, so I was just kind of like... Tweeny. Yeah. 
like tweeny bopper i don't know young yeah and it really it makes me sad sometimes when i see girls that are still fucking young they're like under underage and they're just fucking out of it like they're drunk or they're on something and they're passing out and getting it just kind of makes me uncomfortable so i I was just like eh, Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go see lionel richie hang out with richie from the sidelines (laughs) his crew yeah it was fun and let's see i have a story um top men on tour with the enemy first band announced meet brighton's fickle friends creators of highly danceable electro pop and it looks like they did an interview are you looking forward to the tour natasha shiner very much so we haven't played for a long time so we've been itching to get back on the road we've been finishing our album and writing incessantly for the past couple of months it's always the way when you're on tour you desperately want to write and you're writing loads you really want to go on tour (laughs) did you tear up LA while recording your album. It was really cool, a bit surreal. LA is a weird place. We were staying in the valley in the baking heat. I feel like we did all the novelty things. We went to Venice Beach and did the canals and we went to Six Flags (laughs) and there was a lot of celebrity spotting. There's this bar in Silver Lake and every single night Lana Del Rey was there. I think the guys saw Kim and Kanye one night in Soho House. Are you expecting a wild time at these university shows? We've done a couple of uni balls. Uni means university. Balls. And things like that. And it's quite a rowdy crowd usually. They're students. They're up for it. Our shows are pretty lively. I imagine it'll be pretty fun. We definitely get into it, especially our guitarist. He's an absolute nutter. Everyone calls him the funky pigeon. He has long hair. And he thrashes around and jumps in the crowd. We always like to do something fun. We tried having a tumbola on our last tour, doing this big giveaway of t-shirts and records and stuff. Everyone got a raffle ticket on the way into the show, and we just yell it out in the middle. We hang out, we hang out with our fans afterwards. We usually say we're going to a bar around the corner and they should come. Usually it's in Liverpool. We played at the arts club there and everyone turned up at heebie-jeebies next door and we hung out and drank together. We get a lot of aspiring musicians who come to the gigs and kids in bands and people on their first Tinder date (laughs) who spend all night making out at our gig and end up getting a cab home together. Our music brings them all together for half an hour. Which cities are you looking forward to getting back to? Glasgow, sick. The crowds in Scotland are unreal. They take Rowdy to a whole other level. It would be nice to see the city a little bit. You've been releasing singles and touring festivals by yourselves for several years before signing to Polydor. Does that make you appreciate success more? Definitely. It meant that we did everything organically. It was a pain in the ass driving around in a family car with the roof box and we were broke. But we did everything ourselves, which is really rewarding. Taking tents always helped. Of the 50-odd festival shows you played since 2015, what are the best experiences? Playing Reading and Leeds for the first time was one of the, off the bucket list. It was amazing. And there's a festival in Holland called Best Kept Secret in a Safari Park. That's cool. 
It was mental. All the artists got a complimentary tour of the park and we were going off road and letting the giraffes lick us. <laughs> oh, sounds like they have a lot of character. <coughs> and they're going to be touring, um, sounds like the northern part of England and Scotland. So if you want to find out more about them, I guess they're associated with uh, Topman, which is uh, related to Topshop. But I don't see a link to their website. But if you want to find out more about them, they're called uh, Fickle Friends. So, another news, I also have a British bloke on the radar, and I always have him on my radar, not going to lie. Superfan uses science to determine the most depressing Radiohead song. Hint, it's off the band's latest album, uh, Moon-Shaped Pool. The morning after election day here in Brooklyn, I walked to my local deli to pick up a New York Times for history's sake. I did that with with Obama and when HRC nabbed the Democratic nomination it was a miracle and rainy day and I or miserable and rainy day sorry and I remember thinking that Mother Nature probably also shared in the country's general feeling that we were royally fucked <laughs> what did it we did a queue up on Spotify for this dismissal stroll up to the corner store you ask it was a moon-shaped pool, and it was the perfect choice. Anytime that it rains and I need to drag myself through it, I pull up a Radiohead record of Tom York's excellent, excellently dreary 2006 solo album, The Eraser. That's actually a really good album to listen to when it's raining, because mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they actually have a song about rain in it. The UK alt rockers are known for their melancholy art arrangements, and they are at the soundtrack to the world folding into itself. To the Ior, 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 is that the Winnie the Pooh? Ior, that's his name. Moments. Oh, Eeyore. Eeyore. Okay. <laughs> I, I was like, what language are you speaking? <laughs> Welsh? Eeyore. <laughs> to when the light in the room suddenly goes off, and you realize it will never come back on again. Eeyore. Is there any song in their expansive discography, however, that stands above the rest in terms of sad factor? Fans will undoubtedly have their opinions, but according to data scientists and Radiohead Stan, uh, Radiohead Stan Charlie, what's Radiohead Stan? I don't know. Um, Charlie Thompson, there is actually a scientific process to digging up such answers. Uh, as Gothamist, Gothamist points out, uh, Thompson put together a whole study involving Spotify lyrics and what he calls a gloomy index. The basics are he used Spotify to measure a song uh, valence, a measure from 0.0 to 1.0, describing the musical positiveness conveyed by a track with high uh, valence meaning joy and low meaning sadness. Uh, When used Genius and other programs to pull apart how sad the lyrics are, which he then turned into overall gloom index, and an image of the resulting index can be seen below. This is out of uh, Consequence of Sound, by the way. Um, head here for the full interactive version. There's a link. After crunching all the numbers, Thompson found that a moon-shaped pool uh, cut, the true love w- uh, co- cut of the true love weights is signific- scientifically and most depressing uh, Radiohead song. I guess it was worth waiting for that track for the last 15 years because it was a hidden track. No wonder I absolutely love it. <laughs> I actually, Thanks, I loved it before it came on this album because I used to be under. It was a 
B-side or B-sides, demo? Yeah. I love <clears throat> B-sides too. All of nine student albums, uh, Radiohead's latest release, The Moonshade Pool, boasts at the lowest average gloom index, he writes in his conclusion. This is driven largely by the fact that it's its finale. True Love Waste was the gloomiest song overall. It's also apparent that Amushe Pool broke a trend of relatively less depressing albums since 2003's Hell to the Thief. Motion picture soundtrack Give, give, up, give up the Ghost High and Dry Let Down and Exit Music were among the close contenders. In case you're putting together a number one status playlist right now, on the flip side, Thompson found that 15 Step Feral embodies Snatchers scored high in the happy category so not all hope is lost you can check out thompson's very detailed project here and revisit true love waits motion picture soundtrack and give up the ghost below again this is at a consequence of sound and stay tuned for more mutiny radio
There's like a little intro after that. <laughs> Thanks, Tom, for the reminder. Back to the beginning, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember when you came over and I was playing the Radiohead set list. Yeah. And that song came on and I hadn't heard it in a really long time and I was like, wow. I Isn't the song that. in uh, the Clueless soundtrack? Um, no, that's uh, Fake Plastic. Oh, yeah. God, I really wanted him to play that song. I know. God, that would have been good. But. He was teasing older songs when we. Such a tease. When we were, uh, but yeah, it was only like a tease of it. Like it was only like a little part out of Creep or you know, uh, fake plastic trees or Airbag. Mm. I think he actually played Airbag, didn't he? He might have. I don't. I don't remember, but I just know that he's. And then when he did Outside Lands, he was like, nah, too cold. Did you find a way into the Greek yet? No, telling you the I don't back think... door. It's the way to go. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, no, I don't. Some ideas. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna go. I've oh. made peace with it. It's fine. Whatever. I saw them this last year. I'm, I'm good. We got to see him. Um, yeah. yeah. If they do something smaller, I think I'll show a lot more money. But I, I mean, I'm assuming the Greeks. I never been, but I'm assuming it's pretty big. Like a stadium yes. style venue, so eh, not yeah. really that big of a deal. Whatever. That's a bummer. At least you've seen them a couple times. Yeah. You know, that's kind of how I am about New Order. It's like I've seen them a couple times, but I would definitely, you know, shell out some money to see them again. Cause... Where if they were at the Fillmore? Who? What if they were at the Fillmore? Like, would you shell out money for that? Um. Probably, yeah. At least 100, but it would probably be more. But they're playing at um, the Greek, and it's only it was only 75. Jeez. Uh, I don't know. We're so I mean, spoiled living in San Francisco, because I feel I like... Know. I don't know. I've never seen a, a ticket to the Fillmore be more than, like, 45. Yeah. It's still pretty affordable, so. considering... You know, the Lady Gaga tickets, the cheapest ones were almost 100 And I almost bought one, but nobody wanted to commit to going. And I yeah. was like, um, I'll go, yeah. even though I'll be all the way like in the back. Yeah. I've never been I've never been to a concert at AT&T, but I imagine she'll be like that big. But, hey, take some binoculars. It'll the girl's fine. right there. OK, yeah. <laughs> she's doing her thing. <laughs> yeah. But well. um yeah, I guess I guess you're right. The Fillmore is actually probably one of the more affordable places to see a show. It just depends on who you want to who you want to see. But yeah, um, I guess a lot of shows that we've been looking at are at the Greek Theater. I've never actually been to the Greek Theater. Me neither. So, so we'll see. I'd be interested. One of these days. But anyways, we have a guest tonight. And how you doing over there? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we just went on a, a rant about Radiohead, but tell us a little bit more about yourself and um, your current project. Oh, well, uh, <clears throat> right now, you know, I'm working on a project called the Touch EP uh, featuring uh, the singles Touch, Mr. California, you know, and uh, a couple other hot tracks just out here, Bay Area, Bread, and... Um, you know, local representing. So. Awesome. And I think the last time we talked, you were working on a video for Mr. California. Yeah, yeah. We, we actually just finished up the shoot. So uh, just looking forward to, to releasing that, like hopefully in the next two or three weeks, 
you know, before uh, April, and uh, it should be a nice, uh, nice, you know, adding to you know local music here, the Bay Area scene. Right. Yeah. Adds a little variety. Are there other musicians that you are? people that you collaborate with on yeah, these projects? Yeah, I, yeah, I do. I, I know a lot of collaboration with uh, local artists uh, and a lot of, you know, collaboration with artists in, like, the South, especially, like, the Atlanta, Texas area. Oh, nice. Yeah. And does that add flavor or a different feel to the music? Yeah, I think so. I think so, um, you know. It, it gives me a little other, uh, you know, flavor to my, my California style, you know, because I'm really, uh, really all about California. <laughs> it's the way to be. <laughs> and who are some of your influences? Uh, yeah, a lot of influences. Um, number one, Bob Marley. It's right there. Yeah. That's new, actually. I hadn't seen that before. That's a re- that must have been um, a live album. Right. Yeah, it's nice, nice. What is it that influenced you? Was it his style of music, his message? Yeah, I think overall, you know, the message, you know, I guess both, though, style and the message, you know. You know, because he had, you know, multiple messages, really, you know, and the style just not being... Uh, I guess first of all, afraid and just being creative enough to just express, you know, those different messages when a lot of people, a lot of other people weren't, you know. We're doing some drugs up in Studio 54. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares what's happening in the real world, right? <laughs> <laughs> just drop some acid and everything will be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's funny that you mentioned it because reggae was not well known, um, I think in the United States till much later after he, after he passed away. But it's interesting how, um, music has changed since then and is very, there's so many more, uh, genres, you know, hip hop, for instance, you know, really came of age, um, since then. And, um, uh, who else influenced you? Uh, you know, uh, I would say, you know, a lot of local, local talent, um, you know, uh, everyone from, you know, like 90s hip-hop artists, Bay Area hip-hop artists, like, uh, you know, E-40 mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Tupac, Tupac. definitely. Uh, to you know, like the Wu Tang Clan. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Yeah. Um, you know, to today, you know, uh, just you know, various artists. You know. So many to keep track yeah. of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, do you have an, a new album coming out? Are you working on an EP? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually uh, I'm promoting the EP right now, the Touch EP. And, you know, that's uh, like a precursor for the uh, the album, The Investment. So it should be out maybe late summer. Okay. It's, the, it's still in the works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're 
recording or mixing an album are you doing it on your own like in the privacy of your own home or do, are you also in the studio yeah I'm, I'm in the studio you know of course i'm i'm financing projects but uh you know i'm, I'm working with uh, producers and mixing engineers uh, vocalists you know we're trying to put together just a, like a collection of uh like a different I don't know, different, uh, I, won't, I won't say genre, but mm -hmm. a, a new hybrid form mm -hmm. of uh, hip-hop. Very good. Yeah. It's always good to mix it up. Yeah. Um, and if people want to find out more about you online is, am I, YouTube is the best. YouTube, um, YouTube, you know, uh, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, that's a good one. Um, you know, SoundCloud, Jai. Uh, also, you know, Facebook, mm -hmm. traditional, you know, social networking. Do you do you find that most people who find interest in your music are they located in the Bay Area, or do you talk to people, you know, outside of California, for instance, who find interest? Yeah, yeah, we, we have a lot of interest outside of California, uh, outside of the Bay Area. Uh, again, you know, always networking and, you know, being in just some different areas, mm -hmm. like, uh, again, the South and the East Coast, and we've been trying to build a little networking in the UK. Oh, nice. Yeah, so... Yeah, we're trying to trying to really expand with the new new projects, new music. There's lots of music. Um, how long have you been? Uh, how long have you been in the music world? Wow. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, I, I would say about a, a good seven or eight years oh, okay yeah, yeah. so pretty as long as i've been here and that's yeah. that's a while yeah. <laughs> <laughs> been through through a couple of things here right, and there right. how have you seen the kind of music that you record change over the past couple of years mm. yeah i mean i, I mean i say it really it always changes so you know you used to that but I would say the past say five years or so it's just changed a lot more to where it's uh, you know it's, I guess uh, just regulated mm -hmm. <laughs> you know so I mean, I mean I, again I, I really hope to offer a, a lot in that sense of you know creating a, a change from the standard you know, the norm, mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, breaking, uh, breaking, you know, just, uh, challenging the system. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little more punk rock. Yeah, I mean, in a sense, yeah, definitely that, but I mean, we, we don't want to just, you know, start a movement, you know, you we do, but we don't want to, you know, just you know, coin something, you know, like it's something new. We just, just want to bring change. Mm -hmm. you know, so, 
Starting something new. And are you going to be playing any shows in the Bay Area coming up? Yeah, um, well, I, I just I just finished a couple shows in the South Bay, San Jose area, and uh, getting ready to start booking again. Just you know, really wanted to fall back a little and get the just the music, the product together, and uh, have this project you know, all the way online. You know, ready to come out and. Uh, be you know just across the board mm-hmm. with everything all the you know t's crossed and i's dotted mm-hmm. i know how that is yeah. <laughs> i edit people's resumes i know exactly how that is <laughs> they better get it right right yeah, you, know, you don't want to come out you know anything under par when you're performing are you usually performing as a solo artist or do you perform with other people on stage i mean for the most part yeah most of the time i'm probably performing solo but i mean i do perform with you know different artists as we you know operate as a network so you know we do have like uh, multi-showcases mm-hmm. and uh, just you know have other artists you know groups of artists out trying to you know build up recognition and Know, publicity right yeah. and it's uh it's all about how much you're willing to put in the time and effort into that marketing yeah. is that right? right that seems <laughs> to be the that seems to be the the running gag or <laughs> yeah. theme here the formula um but some i mean some people that have been on the show has have gone on to do um you know bigger things i guess you could say like playing festivals and you know, Outside Lands or um, Coachella or I think even um, in the UK there's some big festivals over there. So I saw a band that I interviewed and I was like, whoa, they're going places, man. Bring me over there. (laughs) How can I be involved with that? (laughs) You know, the whole thing is, you know, we want to just keep that that networking alive, you know, like those bands and stuff. We We want them to come back, you know, and, uh, you know, tell us and and share with us, you know, you know how, what they've been doing out there, you know, from their humble starts and beginnings and just locally, you know, share the love. So We were also talking about this, how people from the Bay Area, if they're in a band and they want to be successful, they end up going to Los Angeles. Yeah, they end up moving there because they want to be a part of the industry yeah and then they forget where they came from yeah it's very disappointing but it's very it happens often (laughs) they're like this is not a real city this is not new york or los angeles but um it seems like more of the people we talk to they're very much like do it themselves if they're not in san francisco they might be in the east bay or surrounding areas um, yeah, the scene's changing here in the Bay Area, I think. But. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're performing a show in the South Bay, what are the other artists that you're performing with? Is it a similar genre to your type of music, or is it different? 
Uh, I mean, it, it just depends, you know, for the most part. Yeah, more than likely it'll be uh, a rap, hip-hop type of uh, collective or, you know, other showcasings. But, uh, you know, sometimes I, I do, you know, like uh, multi-genre mm-hmm. uh, shows where, you know, you have your hip-hop meshed in with, like, uh, you know, uh, rock or uh R and B, you know, just you know, whatever style actually. Right. <laughs> you know, which is good, you know, because I mean it's it's all about expression, you know, and the more expression through, you know, multiple forms of music, you know, different genres is I think is a is is a a, a good uh, outlet to just, you know, uh, spread messages and promote, you know, different perspectives in life what are the, some of the themes in your music uh, <laughs> <laughs> the real question <laughs> well you know I'm, I'm, uh, I'm multifaceted uh, do you have you know, any samples that maybe we can play oh yeah SoundCloud yeah, I think I saw some yeah. on there. <laughs> You don't seem to, you don't seem very thrilled. Uh, yeah, of course I am. You know, <laughs> this is the project. You know, this is the touch. You know, yeah. so <laughs> we want to hear it. We want to hear it. Play it. Um, tell us a little bit more about the name behind the project. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's getting shy. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I mean, you know, I just wanted to, you know, again, being just uh, very diverse with the music style. Mm-hmm. Um, Remy Ma's looking, on SoundCloud. I was looking at uh, just doing a a record kind of relative just to, you know, everybody. And, you know, it came out that, you know, the party style was, was like the best way to go with mm-hmm. to achieve that. So, um I just, you know, I guess you could say I took multiple themes of party and expressed them in every song on the project. Oh, no. I couldn't find you on SoundCloud. (laughs) I'll let you type it. (laughs) Because I remember remember seeing um, some of the visuals of it, and I was like, that looks really interesting. I wanted to know, I wanted to know more about the women that you featured in some of those some of those visuals. Uh, <laughs> you haven't seen a video that or the. Uh, I don't think I watched. The current, yeah, so. the current one. Oh, is that the one that you that you just recently yeah, filmed? Yeah, just, uh, I imagine it's gonna have a party theme. Yeah. <laughs> everything is party (laughs) (laughs) well hey you know what sometimes you just got to do it yeah that's the way to go the way to go and um you're listening to another edition of sounds from the street i am one of your humble hosts hosts this evening hostesses hostesses yeah and I think we have some music. Yeah, I love her. <laughs> She's awesome. 
And, um, oh, is it playing right now? Yeah, we need to restart it. Should we restart it? Okay. Start from the beginning, Mr. Call. Cruising down the street in my drop top. Clock on my riches, dog in the box. Racked up and whipped up, stacked up and chipped up. I leave a hater smacked up and ripped up. Bitch, what? You stuck on J Cat. Whack rapping ass nigga, I'ma stay platinum. I'ma stay cracking. In the bay was handing all day, man. Born Mackin', heard it on the radio, 106. It was activation at the top of the list. Then they play my new shit, it was something like this. Like this. What's up, what's up, what's up, man? The bay back, bop the smack, yo, we fucking the game. Ducking these lanes, cause these suckers ain't moving a thing. Fuck a D, I'm on a hill, getting real change. Gally, the gold state, so don't hate. I'm out here on the coast, twisting up grace. What's up, what's up, what's up, man? Cali, 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 Cali. See, I've been flossing and flossing since my adolescence. It don't matter where I'm at, I ain't gang banging. Went to big clubs to get the weed. Knocked on the door, I heard what she need. The platinum cookies, at least a 28 on it. Fuck with Cali, you ain't never gotta wait on it. Catch me in the gator, convicts and players fucking with no sleep. Boat load of freaks, but I'm off in the sauce. Dips to the city, all on Jones, yeah, I'm on like Diddy. Chrome looking shitty, she was on my shit. Then I play my new hit, it went something like this. What's up, what's up, what's up, man? The playback, bout to smack, yeah, we fucking the game. Ducking these lanes, cause you suckers ain't moving a thing. I'm on a hill getting real change, Cali, the gold state, so don't hate, I'm out here on the coast, twisting up grace, what's up, what's up, what's up, man, Cali, 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 yeah, man, yeah, you already know, Hollywood, we on the coast, you can floss, you can fly, you can crash and burn, or you can get out and get it like Big Worm, through the streets like the ice cream man is coming, gas break dipping like I'm fizzing or something, on like shit, keep it lit like Christmas, on the beach counting bread, but some big nuts, getting dick sucked, gobbling some more shit. Baby head wobble, she up some whole shit. Yeah, straight bad bitches, kinky swinger flames. Kardashians to West Oakland, pinky thing. What's up, what's up, what's up, man? The bay back, bout to smack, yeah, we fucking the game. Ducking these lanes, cause these suckers ain't moving a thing. Fuck a D, I'm on a hill, getting real change. Galley, the gold state, so don't hate. I'm out here on the coast, twisting up grace. What's up, what's up, what's up, man? Cali, Cali, Cali. <laughs> it's literally over. <laughs> it's a little bit different than um than Spotify. Slightly different. Oh, good. Um, how did you come to use uh, SoundCloud, or what sparked your interest? Uh, I was actually, you know, at the time sharing with, uh, you know, different DJs and uh, fans. You know, the music and SoundCloud at the time, you know, was the best means. So. It made the most sense. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about that track, when you wrote it, why you wrote it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like to go into the backstories. Um, 
and I was I just felt you know it was time to uh, to represent California in a real you know in a real way again you know in the music scene and being I mean I'm really really Mr. California I, I didn't have a choice so I mean, <laughs> Just you're like I sold my soul <laughs> yeah this is yeah. guaranteed right you know and that's just what it was you know I just had to take you know a lot of experiences the culture and uh, you know just put it into it again I think uh, everybody's gonna really enjoy the video yeah do you have, um, how can people find your Facebook page? Um, you know, usually you can, um, you can just type in, uh, Jai, J-Y-E-I, but. How do you say it again? Jai? Yeah. Jai. J-Y-E-I. Okay. And, J-Y-E-I. but, um, specifically they can go to facebook.com, uh, Cali the Kid, Jai. Kelly the Kid. Yeah. Okay, I like that. That's catchy. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they can find me there. Yeah. Is it Kelly with a C or with a K? Yes, a C. Okay. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> We've had that problem before. Yeah. The yeah. C is being used, but yeah. should be yeah. K. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a lot of, uh, similar. Yeah similar uh, sounding artist but with that mm. moniker but. where do you see yourself going in the future in terms of the music that you're making now how do you see it evolving uh, I just see you know getting more and more popular more and uh, I guess you know enjoyed you know usually uh, when I'm out uh, different areas and region of the country um, people always really enjoy like especially when I do live performances really enjoy it because I try to again bring I'm not always uh, using you know positive or you know uh, enjoyed party type music sometimes I do get a little um, do you do ballads yeah that's, 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 that's it that's it I'm, I'm definitely balanced got a serenade yeah definitely yeah. I like uh, hip hop new that's again a new uh, style I don't know I'm trying to bring to the to the table it's uh you know, mixtures of like, you know, current fast tempo hip hop over, uh, you might even go back to like 1960 style ballads. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's different. Mm. But then a lot of hip hop today still samples, you know, James Brown and some of the original funk makers. Yeah, I, I think I think we always will have to, you know. I mean, not so like much in the sense that just to just to survive or even evolve the 
the genre, but just, you know, in the sense of paying homage, mm-hmm. you know, that we always have to do that. Isn't it that one song by the Winstons is like, has the most sampled breakbeat in all of hip hop or something like that? The Winstons, Funky Drummer, I think the name. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. And I listened to it and I was like, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. A yeah, couple times. I mean, you know, it, it's just, I guess you could just say, you know, like songs that were really, really popular in their times really last. You know, so they, again, uh, paid homage to, you know, over and over, you know. If it works, why not? (laughs) I like to say, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. There you go. That's that's the exact words I was thinking of. Should we play another song? Uh, Sure, sure, sure. (laughs) Are you positive? Yeah. You didn't tell us who your friend was. Oh yeah, that's um, that's Monica. Monica, Monica. Monica. Shout out to Monica. (laughs) (laughs) Is she um, is she one of the featured ladies at your shows? Yeah, she has been. She has been. Yeah, we we really did. She's actually uh, a singer. Oh okay. Yeah. Did you meet her like out and about, or? Yeah, I met her, met her through um, actually an uh, event, a showcase. Oh, nice! Yeah. You never know who you're gonna meet out there in the streets. Right. Yeah. Should we play? You just you pick. Shoes on, cut throat with it, man. All my niggas in the game, like, yeah. 
All my niggas getting paid like me. Ow! The boys hating on us, really hating on us. But niggas get their papers on. Up first, y'all play for the bands up. If you ain't on the game, bro, to get your scam up. I'ma stay up out my shadow like Mucho. I put that on the group star. Get your mind right. Player, what's the game plan? Don't be a sucker. Like the golden state, I live that bang line. I'ma stay tired. That's not the square thing. Hop off in the straight line. Oh. Hey, you know suckers gon' hate. Real hustlers gon' stay getting paid. Yeah, I do it and I rep it for the bay. Out here, we'll be doing it all day. If you a player, you know suckers gon' hate. Real hustlers gon' stay getting paid. If y'all do it and I rep it for the bay. Out here, we'll be doing it all day. Maybe it's on repeat. Who knows? <laughs> it's the beat goes on and on and on. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about that song. Uh, again, you know, just another uh, representation of, yeah, you know, Bay Area culture and just day to day life. You know, I wanted to. That one had kind of a haunting feel to it, whereas the other one was more of a party. Yeah. Feel good vibe. I, I I wouldn't say that was a still feel good. I mean, it, it just you know you gotta really listen to the lyrics and um, I guess commune with the culture. And I, I think it's pretty feel good. Yeah. Okay. To give it a second yeah. chance. <laughs> <laughs> See if my yeah. feelings change yeah. or not. <laughs> Please. And um, again, the best way to find you online is through Facebook or YouTube. Right. right. And you have a new video called Mr. California coming out. Yeah, actually, Mr. California and this one too, the all day video, working on wrapping that up. uh, Are they all, where are they all being shot in Oakland? Actually, no, these are. for this project, the EP project, all the video we did live location shoots, so they're kind of just all around the Bay Area. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I have another separate project coming out, like in, maybe in May, called Through the Bay, and again, it's just uh, just just representing the uh, local scenery landscapes we shot at. Uh, Sutro Baths, Mount Sutro, uh, Point Reyes, um, 
more of an outdoors feel. Yeah, I mean inside too. We got oh. a lot of club scenes. Um, we got we're at uh, uh, Castello D'Ambrosia in Sonoma, uh, doing shoots out there. Uh, just um, we're trying to capture a side like we did the Point Reyes, the the Alamary Falls scene, the waterfall, just the side of the barrier. A lot of people don't see normally. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds interesting. How do you do? You fund these video shoots yourself, or? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a couple of investors, but yeah, for the most part, uh, we just do everything ourselves. That's cool. Yeah. Investors are always fun. <laughs> have you ever used a Kickstarter or anything like that? No, no, I haven't. I haven't. Uh, we were thinking of doing that. Yeah. Or, um, yeah. What's that I, other I one? Can see it. I can see Go it. GoFundMe. Go, yeah. GoFundMe. Yeah, because yeah, we're like, well, we could at least, you know, pay for the dues and then go from there. Like. Some new headphones. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's I mean, using. I will definitely make a donation if you guys go. Oh. And, yeah, okay. So. Now we got yeah. some incentive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> move forward with that yeah <laughs> yeah because we've been we've been, i've been talking about it a couple past couple of weeks i'm like hmm maybe i should start that because yeah. um you know we do have people come in from all over the world mostly locally but sometimes you know people c- touring coming through town and you know are here for a couple of days and they're like wow like this is so awesome we didn't even know this existed right, you know right. community radio isn't really it's definitely less and less uh, common to have it in bigger cities, especially because they can't afford rent. So, yeah, <laughs> gotta stick to the basics yeah. or get down to the basics. Yeah, but, um, we are here and uh, we need money to keep us going. Yeah. So I think Pam's outside, and hi Pam. And um, we have the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival happening next week. That's right. March 1st through the 7th. So you guys want to come out and support that. We're located at 2781 21st Street on the corner of 21st and Florida in the Mission District. And we've been here, you know, eight years, nine years strong now, at least in this location. And um, the board's from 1982, but we're not, so <laughs> we just <laughs> we just keep it local. Like yeah. that. <laughs> but uh, should we? Uh, I think we have time to play one more song. What do you think? Hey, why not? <laughs> Go for it. Let's do it. Oh, maybe not. It's a white screen. There we go. No, it's not. I don't know which one to choose. Well, Touch is the one he's uh, promoting, right? Yeah, Touch. (laughs) (laughs) They're all very aptly named, and now I have to find out more. This beat got me want to touch some. Yeah, I'm talking, trying to touch some. Really wanna rush some. Your boy about to crush some. Tonight is Mr. AT and T. Yeah, reach out and touch some. Bad crocker, you know I'm trying to stuff some. Rumpers, dumpers, packed up and stacked up. Already jacked up, you know I'm about to act up. I'm popping and popping, running up out of the clock. On the player that's rocking, she 
What happened? <laughs> <laughs> Who is your favorite uh, hip hop artist of all time? Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. No, I you can't say Jimi Hendrix. You can't say Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Okay, He's my now, favorite. Uh, <laughs> uh, all time hip hop artist. Wow. Does his name start with an A? <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it's just so many. I I can't really just say it's just one. I would, you know. I mean, it, it'd probably be like local, local. Um, like who? You can name drop. <laughs> I was gonna say, is there anyone like? Because I know hip hop kind of started on the East Coast. Are there any? You know, I was thinking of some of the people that that we've, or no, we saw, he wasn't really performing though, but Grandmaster Flash, he was DJing, because he wasn't really a singer, he was a DJ from the yeah. beginning, so we saw him, and then I've seen Africa Bambada, and he's like, you know, an original, but that's like, from the beginning, right? <laughs> like, that's how it all started. I mean, yeah, I mean, definitely, it's a lot of love for all of the, you know, the pioneers, uh, but, you know, just... For me, is it's just been a lot of influence in uh, West Coast. Yeah, West <laughs> Coast love. Uh, style artist uh, 
have to definitely give it up to NWA. NWA. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, again, Bay Area artist, uh, Mac Dre, Tupac, you know. These, I guess, will be probably some of my favorite. Do you think? Artists. Do you think he's in Cuba right now? Honestly, no, no. He's living. Maybe he's living a better life. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, you know, that's a good place to start. Um, but yeah, so much, you know, history for West Coast hip-hop. I mean, the past, what, 20, 20, 30 years, it's been primarily West Coast with some East Coast in there. And, yeah. you know, even Atlanta has yeah, kind yeah. of had their... Yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, everybody, you know, even now you have, you know, the UK artists, um but just um, just I don't know something about the West Coast (laughs) (laughs) Mr. California said it right here there's something going on over here (laughs) I always have I mean everybody knows it it's true it's nothing new just tell them not to come here, right? No, come on. We want everyone, everybody to come. What are you talking about? It's <laughs> a big party. I'm using, I'm like deflecting or using like yeah. reverse psychology. We, we need yeah. tourist money and everything. Yeah. We need their money. We need their money. <laughs> well, thanks again for coming on out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I appreciate being here. You know. No problem. You. And, um, when can we expect to see you perform in San Francisco or Oakland? Uh, definitely next month. Next month. Oh. I should be doing actually both. Both areas just throughout the Bay. We, you know, we're launching a promotional campaign, so you know, I'll be all around. Up, down, all around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, remind us again one more time, the best website to catch up. Uh, you know, YouTube, Jai Worldwide. Jai, not J-Y-E-I, Jai. Yeah, it's J-Y-E-I. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, Facebook, Cali the Kid, Instagram, Jai. Instagram, okay. I come on to Instagram kind of late, huh? Yeah, like a year ago or two years ago. <laughs> well, yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah. Could be worse. But a lot of people... I mean, I use Facebook more still. Yeah. And then it's connected to the Twitter. And then the Instagram's kind of supplementing that. And then after that, I'm like, Snapchat. Okay. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> oh, oh, no more oh. Media. I have to tell you guys this. Somebody... Um, who I li- I like very much, but I thought it was interesting that they said you should consider MySpace to find bands because a lot of bands are still on there. And I was like, I can't even remember the last time I was on MySpace. It's been but it's at all, least it's music gear now. It's not yeah. like social media platform right. anymore. But when was the last time I've checked it? Maybe a year or two ago. Just like oh, wonder who's not on there anymore. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody left. Yeah, only Tom. Everyone's tweeting. Yeah, (laughs) tweeting their way 
to um, another civilization. To their opinions. Tweet this, tweet that. Yeah. But I just linked, because I was like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do both. So just link it up. Yeah. People can find me on Twitter, or they can not follow me on Twitter and like it on Facebook, or do neither. Yeah. Or just say, fuck The worst it. thing you can do is not do anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'll be like, they don't exist to yeah. me. It's like, whatever. <laughs> the new reality is what you make it. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, thanks so much for stopping on by. And um, stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio.
restless breakfast table in an otherwise
Oh, wow. 